is Primetime Sports, WGNS, Murfreesboro, FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming worldwide on WGNSSports.com, on our iPhone and Android apps, and always at, at the, game. The, 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 the game. It's Primetime Sports, presented by Ideas Tees. Get an in-depth look at what's going on in local sports and a look ahead at the week to come. Let's get it started by joining the Primetime Sports team for the show here on News Radio WGNS. And good evening, everybody. Welcome to Primetime Sports. I'm John Dinkins. We've got Clark Blair. We've got Rod Edwards. We've got Brian Baird here tonight. And uh, our final, I'm sad to say, our final Primetime Sports Thursday. Of the for decade. The season. Yeah. Well, for, the, for the decade. That's decade. right. That's wild. Think about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, we were going to, there have been some Christmas gifts exchanged uh, here and Clark, I appreciate your gift to me. That was that was wonderful. In and, your honor, uh, he he, you know, Clark's a cook. I I've, I've heard that, and he makes the best breakfast. What what do you call this exactly? This is They're just sausage squares. Sausage squares, and you know, you think, well, he's a guy. He probably doesn't cook that well. They're the best I've ever eaten, and he shared uh, packs for all of us. And then you, Brian, just so graceful, gratefully gave uh, Clark and and Rod some uh, candy peppermints. A nice little gift that I didn't receive. Yeah, he, he keeps looking at mine and keeps he, picking he it up. I, and I, I'm just wondering. I'm glad it's wrapped. I'm just wondering, somebody that's been with you for 25 years, and I, I didn't get anything. So, you know. Yours is in the mail. They're caramels. You think? Well, anyway. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's a bigger gift for you. Oh, you just didn't want to embarrass the guys. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> Won't y'all see each other tomorrow night at the basketball game? No, no, no basketball tomorrow. Really? We'll, we'll have a coach's show on Saturday, but uh, that'll be our last uh, broadcast together until January what, 7th. Yeah. All, high school teams are all over the place. It's going to make doing Saturday show kind of a challenge. We've got several um, coaches that are out of the area, so they'll be calling from other states even to do their coach's show segments, but... Uh, classics and tournaments before Christmas start this weekend, and then you'll have some after Christmas, and then then it'll be every Tuesday, Friday. I can't even grab one of these. No, I mean, they're, they're, they're all wrapped together. It says, keep out, John. <laughs> and not only on top of that, Rod's wearing a cardinal hat and a cardinal shirt, uh, a cardinal tie, and and under guys, that, under guys, that it's Christmas. I don't know. That just doesn't doesn't add up to me. But we've got a lot to talk about. Our year-end show, and uh, we will do all of that when we return here on Primetime Sports, presented by Ideas Tees. <laughs> Since 1966, Vans Heating and Air has been a symbol of quality for Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Alton and Jason Fan are there to ensure quality to every customer, even showing up on site. Vans Heating and Air is located on Jayhawk Court near the county school board offices. They ask that you stop by or call 615-893-7930. That's 615-893-7930. For friendly, complete service on Amana, Bryant, or American Standard Heating and Air products, fans will do it all. Sell you your choice of products and then install it with their factory-trained, experienced, professional staff. In the unlikely event you need service, fans will be there with trained technicians. Fans specializes in new homes, custom homes, or existing buildings. Give Fans Heating and Air a call today, 615-893-7930, 615-893-7930. Good luck to all of our schools and student athletes from Fans Heating and Air. 
Hello, this is Coy Young at Les Kessens Feed Supply. We'd like to welcome you to our door. If you're a homeowner with a quarter acre or several, Las Casas Feed Supply focuses on premium feeds and dog foods you won't find in the box stores. Nutrition is our specialty here at Las Casas Feed. Family owned and operated by Coy and Jennifer Young, inviting you to stop by, visit, and enjoy the country. Customer service and expertise that exceeds your expectations. Las Casas Feed is also your place for local milk from the MTSU Dairy on Barlow Lane, just off Highway 96 East in Las Casas. Craig's Tax Service. We perform tax preparation, individual tax returns, corporations, partnerships, and all your payroll bookkeeping needs. Brandon Craig with Craig's Tax Service. We fulfill all your tax preparation needs from individual returns to corporations and handle any of those scary letters you may get from the IRS. Craig's Tax Service at 142 Heritage Park Drive. Call 890-2233 for an appointment. We're proud to support all Rutherford County athletes. Craig's Tax Service, 890-2233. For more than a century, the name Balfour has been synonymous with the traditions of truly memorable academic experiences. Class rings, yearbooks, letter jackets, and more. I'm Josh Houston, and today Balfour, Tennessee is proud to bring these treasured products to students attending over 120 high schools and hundreds of elementary and middle schools in the Middle Tennessee area. We are proud to raise our family and run our business in Murfreesboro and are proud supporters of our local teams. Come see us at 1829 Memorial Boulevard, Balfour, Tennessee, online at balfourtn.com. This is a paid legal advertisement. Every one of us has traveled on a highway next to a tractor trailer. We understand the huge difference in size and weight of these trucks. These trucks can carry up to 80,000 pounds fully loaded, compared with the average car that weighs only 4,000 pounds. If you're involved in an accident with a tractor trailer, you need a lawyer who knows the laws and regulations that are involved with these large trucks. You need the law offices of John Day, 615-867-9900. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, Streaming at WGNSSports.com and on our iPhone and Android apps. And we're back here on Primetime Sports Thursday. And before we do anything else, let's talk about our good friends at Ideas Tees. Brian? Well, you can have a blue Christmas by uh, stopping in at Raider Tees through December 23rd next week. You can save 25% on all regular priced MT gear. So that's just about everything in the store. Plus on special uh, discounted items like Nike polos, tees, and hats. You can save 50% off. So big savings there. Also 50% off all knit hats, Tervis cups, and glasses as well. They're the place for Blue Raider items. And I know you've got somebody on uh, your gift list that uh, loves the Blue Raiders, so you need to stop on in at Raider Tees. They're behind Chewy's on Broad Street, and they want to wish you a Merry Christmas over at Raider Tees. They are operated by... Uh, Ideas Tees, which is also the TSSAA merchandise source for all championship events. And if you've got screen printing, embroidery, or anything like that that you need done here in town, well, that's the place to go at Ideas Tees. Been uh, doing this show probably close to 20 years. I'd say that's 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 a good guess right there. Uh, we're going to talk about year-end review, and, and I know we're going to switch gears a little bit because we watched tit- the Titans the other night. We've got uh, some bold games that are coming up as well but uh, let's start off with the titans this evening because uh, they laid an egg did you expect anything else when we got our hopes up well i don't know you you've been kind of on their bandwagon i mean you've been well that's what they do they get you on their bandwagon again and then lay an egg huge crowd national tv audience and 
it looked good at the beginning. You know, we're in the second quarter and we're marching down the field and then the interception happens. And uh, not of Tannehill's fault at all, but uh, um, just couldn't keep it, couldn't tuck it in. And uh, they took it back to the, what, 30-yard line and then they score, 20 maybe. I don't know, I'm really sure. But um, is I know it's a trend. It, it looks like it's a trend. Uh, we used to do that, you know, with Tennessee and Florida. You know, we would we would sit there and go, oh, we can just get by Florida, and then you know it's usually disaster, disaster. And now trying to get past the well, we, we used to be the Colts, yeah, yeah. You know, and we've kind of done okay there. Now it's the Texans, and like you said, that swing of early momentum just sucked the life out of the crowd, and we were playing catch up, and we caught up, but it took everything we had to catch up, and then. You know, you had, what, less than 14 minutes to go, basically it's 0-0 starting over again, and they just drove it down our throats. Yeah, and that's that's been happening a little bit more and more uh, the last few games. But, again, you know, you've, you've got to dictate the game. You've got to control the game and what's, what's happening. And we didn't. We didn't do a very good job of it. Well, we're just getting to a good team. We went from kind of a weak team to a good team. But uh, I did think we did battle. And, uh, I mean, I was pleased that they didn't give up and they battled back. Uh, But I think basically that game was one in the line. Both offense and defensive lines of Texas kind of controlled the game. And when you're getting beat on the line, it's going to be hard to win the game. The Texans had just come off of a loss that they shouldn't have lost. So we were were sitting in the driver's seat. And then we can't pull it off. So where does it, where do they go from here now? Eight and six. You've got two games. What two games left? And one yeah. with Texas again at at Houston. And then another easy one. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we're playing the Saints this week. Right. Where Drew Brees went what twenty nine of thirty, and set the record. And you know they've still got. I was hoping they wouldn't have much to play for, but I mean there's a chance they could be the number one seed. Right. And they want that because they want everybody coming to, to New Orleans to play them there, which is very difficult. Well, pretty much that New Orleans game is kind of out of the equation now for the Titans to get in the playoffs. They they could win or lose that and still not get in. It really doesn't have uh, much of an effect. So here's here's a little bit about how they, they could get in. Uh, a, a win against New Orleans and a loss against the Texans um, would eliminate Tennessee from the wild card. So – you know, beating New Orleans really wouldn't matter. Uh, here are pretty much their avenues to get into the playoffs. The Steelers lose out. The Texans lose out. Or the Steelers lose once and Tennessee beats Houston. So pretty much New Orleans really doesn't matter. I mean, they could lose to New Orleans. And if the Steelers were to lose and the Titans beat the Texans, they could get in. If the Steelers lose out, they could get in. Or if the Texans lose the next two, which would mean losing to Tennessee as well, the Titans would get in. So that's pretty so much their scenario. a lot scenario. of things have to happen, but there is a really good shot because Pittsburgh, you know, not their strongest team. You know, there there's some things there that, that could possibly happen for them. But that's the bad thing that happened with this loss. Most of those scenarios are out of our hands. Oh, yeah. Right. And right. you don't want that. Right. You don't want to depend on somebody else to lose to get in well really the only thing that's in their hands is they have a much much greater chance of getting in if they beat the texans 
because then you don't have to count on Pittsburgh losing twice. You know, because who knows? And you get it this time of the year, and you think, if you were thinking earlier in the year, someone's going to be favored in that game, and then, you know, a, a team has got their ticket punched into the playoffs, and they're playing backups, don't want to get somebody hurt, and, and you have a lot of games that are weird this time of the year uh, with with what you would consider upsets normally because not everybody's playing on, on those teams that have already clinched a spot. So... Um, that that really kind of throws a wild card into it. Where do we stand with Vrabel right now? I mean, what 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 do you think with the with him? I think you got to go with him because uh, the kit the team is getting mentally tougher. I mean, he's making some mistakes for his strategy, but I think he's learning. Is you know, this is uh, what his second year of head coaching. And uh, I like the attitude. I mean, you don't think when that play happened about the first part of the season, we said the game was over. Right, right. We thought, well, okay, we still get in this. we got time. And they did get into it. But then, yeah, I give credit to uh, the Texans. And I think Watson, his ability to run when he's going back to pass really – Makes him, you know, dangerous. Right. And we had trouble covering that. Well, they, uh, they, when you look at uh, the Titans, they've had some problems early, scoring early. I mean, they, they really have. But uh, they kind of poured it on in the second half, which is, which is not a bad thing. But you would like to, uh, you know, you cannot, when you're in the red zone, lose opportunities. No. And that's, that's something that still plagues them a bit. <clears throat> Tannehill now has helped that a whole lot. I mean, in fact, they were like number one in red zone at uh, or one or two coming into that game. Tannehill was off a little bit, mm-hmm. especially early in that game. And then that's going to happen. He's had a lot of great games, and you're going to have a down game. So a lot depends what comes on is do we come back and play at the high level we were, or, or is this a trend going down? But he wasn't the reason they lost. I no, mean, you know he just didn't have quite the game that he that he you know they've kind of they've kind of put him on Derrick Henry and his shoulders I think and uh, um, well he no. wasn't able to take advantage of them really trying to take uh, Derrick Henry out of it. Mm-hmm. I mean they're putting eight in the box. We should have done a better job. To me it seemed like he was trying to force passes to AJ Brown, which I mean I mean why not? But if somebody else is open. Why not get the ball to them? That happens to quarterbacks, though, sometimes, don't they? They get a guy that they get they get familiar with and they really like. And well, that was Mariota's, I think, big flaw, one of his big flaws. He did only throw to one or two people, and that was it. Well, if you didn't, if, if Mariota didn't throw it to Delaney Walker, I mean, yeah. that was the only guy that. And he's been gone the last two years. Yeah, that mostly. he ever saw, you know. And uh, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I would love for them to make the playoffs, but if they get there, I want them to show up. I want them to. You know, deserve to get there. Well, you know, Brian said this. Looking back at what the Steelers had to lose, I mean, they they got the Jets this week. Yeah, I don't see them losing to the Jets. Yeah, even on a, a bad day, so that kind of takes that hope well, out of there. Well, who do they play the last week? They play Baltimore, which That's will a be a very story. difficult game yeah. for them. Okay, so it's not likely the scenario for them to lose out, but there is a chance that they could lose one of the two. Yes. And so then that puts the Titans in a chance to beat Houston and get in. That's kind of the scenario I think is going to happen. I, I think they're Are you ha- saying there's a chance? Well, mm. yes, there's a chance. But here, that going back to my point a minute ago, with the Ravens, who knows who you're going to see play? They may just throw that game and it's like it, it doesn't matter. 
and you know not start many of their starters and Pittsburgh could win that game even though they probably wouldn't have won it if they played earlier in the year and then it, it messes up playoff scenarios so th- that would be the only thing I would think that could hurt their chances I mean Pittsburgh could win out and then the Titans have no chance to get in which is the worst case scenario because then we're that last team well first team out which puts us in a terrible position for the draft right yeah I mean, I mean you're just you're right after those playoff teams and you're not high enough to to really gain anything and a lot of times you get in those situations you have to trade up if you want any higher in the draft or you know if you feel like you're okay you you actually maybe give up some for future drafts or something uh, like that so I I don't know. That, that was a tough loss. I, I'd much rather had been in the situation where they won and then they could go to Houston and win it all. I, I, I think if they had won that game, they would have been in better shape. Uh, definitely. And what you don't want to see them do is drop two straight after this and go in there eight and eight, kind of limping in. You'd like to see mm-hmm. them get a, get a win, at least that last, that last game. We have been the we have been the team of the eight and eights for many many years. I mean, yeah. it just seems like that's what we hover around. Well, they're going to have to win. They're they're going to have to beat Houston, I think, to get in. They're going to have to beat them there, and then have have a little bit of luck on their side. They could beat them and not get in. Like I'm saying, if that if if the Ravens beat Pittsburgh, well, that's kind of that would be our luck. Right? We'd actually oh, yeah. beat them, right? And still not get in. <laughs> and last year, you know, we were the last game. We all we had to do was win that game. Mariota got hurt, and then you know right. we didn't we didn't we're win trouble. it. Now somewhere along the line, I think there's a chance though if if Houston were to lose this next week and then lose to the Titans, if if they lose too, that um, the, well that we'd go ahead, we'd have one more win than they would. That, that's yeah, it comes down to some weird tiebreaker, and I I, I think. They could even lose to them, depending on what happens with this next week's game. And there's a chance, there's still a slim chance the Titans could win the AFC South. Um, but uh, Houston's at Tampa Bay. Yeah, and Tampa, yeah, Tampa Bay's been playing good. Yeah, they've been playing pretty well. Um, so a loss there and a loss to the Titans would obviously, I, I guess, maybe give them a piece of the division there, too. Possibly, it'd depending make, on the record, it'd make them nine and seven, but we'd have to win both of ours. Right. That that's where it comes in. So that's where that New Orleans game could factor in, I guess. In, in that scenario, that didn't seem like a high scenario. And they've got a lot of big decisions to make next year too. I mean, they've got a lot of people unsigned. It's it's crazy, and uh, man, it's going to be a it's going to be a really really weird off season for the Titans. Mm-hmm. I think. It's going to be you have to make some really good decisions out of those. Well, and it's two different kinds of off seasons. Do you not make the playoffs? Everybody's bummed, and let's clean some of the house out. Or do we make the playoffs and go? Well, let's invest a little money in what we got and keep the ball rolling. Yeah. Whether you're gonna you're gonna do a not an overhaul, but a, a, a just a tune up, tune up, and then yeah, and uh, that's I think it's hard gonna, to do. Going to be interesting to see what. What the Titans are able to do with Marcus Mariota, with, with the need of quarterbacks in the league, I think that's a pretty valuable piece of the puzzle that they have that they can get something for. Whether it's but he's not under contract, right? No, he'll be a, he'll be a free agent. Oh, so there you. Yeah, I mean, 
The the thing they need to do is decide if they want to continue putting their offense on Derrick Henry, and they've got to sign Tannehill. They've got to have him just to, for at least a year or two yeah. just to kind of get them to the next phase. And Henry, I love him, but then I, you know, I I don't know. Uh, sometimes I I feel like it's is he a free agent too? Maybe it's a he slow was start. I think he and Mariota are, are both free agents. So, okay. and I think Conklin is too, isn't he? Or yes, Conklin is. So, and they have some, no options on any of those guys. No, I wow. don't. I don't know that Delaney Walker will come back. I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think they would. Now it's time to yeah cut ties cut with him, him, give him a chance to maybe to play somewhere else. And so, um, a lot of interesting questions ahead with the Titans. But anyway, as Brian said. There's still a chance. We can still be there. There's a chance, but uh, I hope we're not heartbroken. It's not slim yet, but it's not in the bag either. Well, it's, sure. it's much more difficult now than it was, for yeah. sure. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tease. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Allsup Heating and Air. If your old unit needs a tune-up, the professionals at Prentice Allsup Heating and Air service all major brands and even offer same-day service in most cases. Keep your home or business comfortable year-round. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Allsup Heating and Air, your Ring Pro Partner Heating and Cooling Contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. Online at PrenticeAllsup.com. Carpets by Osborne. Carpets by Osborne. With you every step of the way. I'm Brad Bug. And I'm Heather Guerin. Inviting you to let Carpets by Osborne renew your home or office. Carpets by Osborne is a family business. And we stand behind our work. Carpets by Osborne specializes in commercial flooring and commercial projects. Visit our spacious showroom at 1402 Northwest Broad Street. Next to Tire World. Or we are happy to come to you. Carpets by Osborne. We got you something. It's a deep, deep dish pepperoni and bacon pizza, and we gift wrapped it with over three and a half feet of bacon. You've been working so hard. We love you. Get a Little Caesars large bacon wrapped deep, deep dish pizza for just 12 bucks. Five meats on the Little Caesars five meat feast. A large pizza with pepperoni and sausage and ham and beef and bacon for just nine bucks. Try our convenient app and pizza portal pickup. Little Caesars with four Murfreesboro locations on Memorial and Rutherford Boulevards, Franklin Road and Warrior Drive at South Church Street. Pizza, pizza. This is Steve Martin at Steve Martin Construction. From the plan designed to build, we know that your biggest investment is your home. At Steve Martin Construction, we'll spend as much time as needed to ensure your custom design home is exactly what you need and want. Give me a call at 904-9639 and see some of our work online at stevemartinconstruction.com. I can guarantee every detail will exceed your expectation. Steve Martin Construction, 904-9639. Parks Auction, we handle everything. You have a staff that comes to your home. They tell you what to do. They walk you through it. It's been my experience that what I thought I should get for my home, I got much more for it. Visit our website at parksauction.com. Parks Auction, 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes here in Rutherford County. Experts in joint, bones, and muscles. And with over 65 specialists in 20 locations, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit toa.com. 
or call 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, TOA, live your best life. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and on our iPhone and Android apps. And that's an appropriate song. The boys are back in town and the boys are leaving after today. Uh, Not back for long. Not (laughs) back. There you go. Welcome to Primetime Sports. We're talking Titans and and Clark is... um, Gotten us up a list of all the free agents that uh, the Titans are uh, going to have to uh, deal with in um, in the off season. Well, I won't go through the whole list, but we'll play. Uh, you be uh, you guys be, be the general manager. I'll be general manager. What's, what's his name? What's the general manager of the Titans? Come on, I've, I've drawn a blank. John, uh, what's his name? Come on, okay. Oh, you're John. No, uh, I'm trying to think of his name. <laughs> I'll think of it as Robinson. Okay. Yeah, John Robinson. John Robinson. Good call. Yeah. All right, Thank so, you, Clark. I was referring to John Robinson. Robinson. Okay. <laughs> well, you're, you're John, the GM, now along with everybody else. Logan Ryan, stay or go? Uh, go. No, stay. All right. Tannehill, I think we're all going to Stay. Same. Mariota's got to go. go. He's got to go. Jack Conklin? I say stay. They're, they got too much weakness. Stay, and I think he's not a very good bargaining position, so I think he'll stay. He'd Wesley Woodyard. Go. Go. Age. Dennis Kelly, the right tackle. Uh, go. Go. You don't you don't have to have him. Derek Henry. <laughs> this general manager even gives comments. He's, he's cutthroat. <laughs> he's cutthroat. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? What's the next one? Henry. Keep. Keep. Gotta keep him. Flew Ellen. Now go. when I say keep keep him though, you know, running backs fade quickly. So don't sign him to a big long seven or eight year contract. You know I'm thinking so. But he's bigger, stronger. Yeah, but so was so was Earl Campbell. But he's going to say contract. Yeah, I'm just going to say Rod Earl Campbell was strong and he just faded fast. So he's only making one point three million right now. Henry, yeah, he's going to make a lot more. Yeah, (laughs) somebody's going to throw the table. What is the what is the money price tag on running backs now? You know they don't they don't really make a lot of. I mean. They're just not like they used to be. They're not bad as they used yeah. to. Uh, Tajay Sharp. Sure, I'd hate to see him go, but I think they'll let him go. I, I don't. You if, you, if you ever let somebody go, he's yeah, one of those. Yeah, because they've got so, so many wideouts. Now, you, you counted this up. There there are 22 free agents, it's right? It's about half the Correct. roster, isn't it? Jeez. Louise. Yeah. Last one to throw on the table is uh, the Sean Sims cornerback. Hmm. If you'll How sign for a reasonable you one, gonna, if you're going to keep Ryan, are you going to keep Sims as well? Well, Ryan may price himself out, so if you got a choice, whoever's the cheapest, they'll keep. You know, uh, I'm, I'm going to keep whoever's the cheapest. Because somebody they're going to have to keep cheap because they can't pay everybody. And if you're going to pay Henry and Tannehill, that's going to eat a lot of that cap space. I think up. you can get Conklin for decent money because he's had two years of not struggling because of injuries. Yeah, I, I think his negotiating. He's not going to be able to negotiate much, so I think. He's but I, right I think he's right now. he's really just starting to really come on. Yeah, I think, I, think he's, yeah I think he's the real deal. I just think injuries have hurt him, and um, you know, and it's time for Taylor Lewanda. Really, you know, let's do it. Lewanda up. Let's do it. Let's don't talk he as much. Paid. Do it more. Yeah, he got paid last year. Yeah, big time. So all right, well, some of y'all just want to just 
fire people well, left he, and right. Lawan, Lawan, he he protects the blind side, doesn't he? I mean, so, is that right? Yeah. So, yeah, they'll keep. You know, they know he's not going anywhere for a while, and he's colorful, and fans like him. So that that'll be. But I'm thinking when it comes to it, it's going to whoever's got whoever they think will make the most money will be the ones that go. And if everything is even, the higher price tag will be out of there. And if it's like Ryan and Sims, it'll be Ryan. If uh, I do like Logan Ryan though, and uh, of course they've already signed Byard, hadn't they? And haven't they? Byard got taken, a good contract. Yeah. yeah, he got his deal last year. So, boy, that's a that's a lot of issues. A lot of issues. Want to switch gears a little bit? We're going to talk uh, the rest of this segment about the the college football uh, coming up, the uh, bowl games. And I want to talk about the little, the little. They don't really count bowls, okay? First, and uh, Tennessee, Clark, they they're going to a bowl. Congratulations! It's interesting that you say those little bowls that don't mean much, and you start talking Tennessee. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> we're just happy to be in one. That's right. That's right. So, um, they've got one, and uh, the opponent. Oh, you've got the list. I do. The, it was left in here. Tennessee plays Indiana in the uh, Gator Bowl. That'll be a great game. Indiana's been getting better. Yeah, they had a pretty good year, didn't they? Um, let's see. Gator Bowl, good place to go. Bowls actually start tomorrow. Yeah. Bahamas Bowl uh, is tomorrow. Well, the, place the, tomorrow. The sleepers. Yeah, and uh, the Frisco Bowl. Um, so, got a couple of bowl games there. Let's see if there's anything any interesting here coming up. Um, Miami. Plays Louisiana Tech in the Independence Bowl. Boy, Miami is certainly. Well, that's a drop. Yeah, geez. Uh, North Carolina uh, plays Temple in the Military Bowl. And what a turnaround there for Coach Brown Yeah. at, at North Carolina. I think yeah. he's done a heck of a job there. They had a, a great class yesterday in early signing period. Yeah. Kept one point away from defeating Clemson. I mean. Exactly. They go for two. They win that game. Uh, Michigan State and Wake Forest in the Pinstripe Bowl on the 27th. So these are after Christmas. Oklahoma State and Texas A&M in the Texas Bowl. Um, A&M got uh, Walker, uh, Dallas Walker, right, uh, from Smyrna, uh, signed this week to play there. USC and Iowa in the Holiday Bowl. Uh, Notre Dame. A lot of Notre Dame fans. They're playing in the Camping World Bowl versus Iowa State on uh, Saturday the uh, 28th. Penn State and Michigan in the Cotton Bowl. Um, that's that's a pretty big get for Michigan, uh, or for Memphis, rather. Memphis, okay. Yeah, I said Michigan. I meant Memphis. Um, yeah. Pretty big uh, pretty big bowl game for them, going in without their head coach, though. Yeah, he, he was a hot commodity that, you know, can't keep them when they, get, when they, get, they win like that. So uh, You've got uh, the, the Peach Bowl and the Fiesta Bowl. So this is part of your... Um, BCS championship series here, if you will, LSU versus Oklahoma on the 28th, and uh, in the Peach Bowl and the Fiesta Bowl is Oklahoma, uh, Ohio State and Clemson. Who do you think comes out of those? I think LSU. I think it's LSU and Clemson. I well, LSU maybe Ohio State. To be honest with you, I don't see anybody touching LSU. I, I, think, I, mean, I, I just don't see it. I, I may be wrong, but uh, that kid, that quarterback. He has a touch. That, he play, has a knack, he, that no. play where he he avoided three tacklers and rolled out and threw a strike down the field. I, that's that's Roger Stallback. Hmm. I mean that's that's Roger Stallback. That's exactly what he is. So it's LSU versus. It doesn't matter. You think? 
We'll see Ohio State plays who? Clemson. 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 And then I think that'll be a good that'll game. That'll be a great game. That that'll be a real good game. Yeah. I think Clemson wins that game. I do. The quarterback's starting to play better. He struggled early, and and so. Um, well, they, it seems like they just keep building, building. Mm. Iowa State, we you know we really looked dominating until their last game. The uh, Music City Bowl is Mississippi State and Louisville. So anybody going to Nashville for that one? Uh, See a few others don't care about Florida or Kentucky. Um, Alabama will battle Michigan in the Citrus Bowl. Well, do you think the Crimson Tide will be up for that after the oh, run? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's two name schools. For That's a good you know matchup since they're not qualified for the top four. Uh, I'm, I'm sure the Citrus Bowl really enjoys having the, that caliber of, of teams coming I mean, in. You to should play. have great following. Yeah. Make a lot of money there. I remember the Gator Bowl being bigger than what it is now. Yeah. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was one of the top probably six bowls. Yeah, and, uh, I, I miss Lindsey Nelson in the Cotton Bowl. It seemed like after the earlier games of the day, and that, that voice of his it just set it off. Well, everybody wants the playoffs, and I, I get that, but it has diminished really the importance of right. getting to a bowl game. Yeah. It just has. And so now it's, you, know, you hear in the news that some of these companies are starting to drop their sponsorships because you know I've, it's a lot of money to put in to, to host a bowl. Yeah, it does bring a lot of money into the cities that have it. It, it, Music City Bowl, I think they've done a really good job of keeping that one uh, very relevant and, uh, you you know, doing a good job with that one. Uh, Let's see. Texas plays Utah in the Alamo Bowl on uh, New Year's Eve. That um, Alabama-Michigan is on New Year's Day. It's a New Year's Day Bowl. Here are the others. uh, Auburn and Minnesota in the Outback Bowl. The Rose Bowl is Oregon and Wisconsin. Uh, Sugar Bowl is Georgia and Baylor, all of those on New Year's Day. And that's another thing, New Year's Day, four bowl games. That used to be the day to see everything. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're getting players that are not playing in these bowls. And, you know, some of these seniors that have got these big professional contracts or they think they're going to get drafted, you know, they they have a tendency not to play anymore. I, that, that bothers me a, a whole lot. It does, but it's understandable, especially if you're in a lower-tier bowl. Uh, you know, I know there's a couple of kids at Tennessee. They talked to them, and all of them said, "No, we're playing." Because of course, they hadn't been in a bowl. Right. But I'm surprised we hadn't heard some of the kids from Alabama or Michigan or some of those schools say, "No, nah, we're not playing." And we may still hear that yet. Yeah. Uh, one New Year's Day bowl. I forgot to mention the Sugar Bowl is Georgia and Baylor. So uh, that'll that'll be a big game there. Uh, Tennessee and Indiana play the day after New Year's Day, the second in the Gator Bowl. And um, let's see, that's a that's about it. After after New Year's, well, after the Gator Bowl, you have the Idaho Potato Bowl, <laughs> and then uh, the Armed Forces Bowl and the Alabama Bowl before you get to the uh, College Football Championship on the 13th. So um, the bowl games really wind down after New Year's Day and the day after. It's like Tennessee's coach said, though, he was looking forward to getting another month of practicing in that's and more I, important to them yeah, than anything I, and i think so especially and, uh, in his situation yeah and and uh we look at recruiting and uh the early signing what tennessee's in the top 15 i believe depends on which one you look at yeah. rivals they're in the top 15 and there's 20 one of them rivals maybe they're top 10 24 7 top 15 so 
But still, that's good. Still, still top twenty yeah. for where they're at. I think is a, a great haul for them. And that's the other thing with the bowl games, recruiting's basically over. You know, used to you want to have a good bowl mm-hmm. game, get everybody excited in January for upcoming, you know, recruitment well, and all that stuff. But it's over now. And yeah. you're you're seeing some kids say, you know, I'm going to wait. You know, and and choose in that secondary. You know, back when it was February yeah. or so, um, I, I saw a lot of tweets on signing day last week about that. You know, I'm 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 waiting to make a decision later on. So I I don't know. It's still the the December signing time is still bigger now than than the other, but. These bowl games are going to be interesting. Uh, I think for Tennessee it's important, though, Clark, if they can have this month, not only that, but if they could end on a winning note and and really build on that, I think it helps to take away what happened early on in the season, something to build on, and there will be more conversation about, you know, their finish from that point and not really dwell on that tough start. Well, it gives you that first kickoff for next year. For the players, that's that off-season conditioning. Hey, we're on an upper tick. We're excited. You know, if we just keep working, we can take it to the next level. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it does mean a lot to certain teams, uh, practice. But plus, like I said, momentum going to the next season. But just for a second, uh, I saw Coach Stock. He was excited about the class MTSU signed yeah. uh, yesterday. A lot of a lot of players that he, he filled a lot of needs, he felt like, that was there for middle. So, I hope that's true for them. Uh, maybe they can get back in in the thick of the Conference USA race. I know this year was a, maybe a little disappointing, but you had to think that might have been the season that they were going to have after losing Brent and, and, and a lot of key players off last year's team. Well, and you know, you kind of get spoiled with middle. We had made bowl games right quite a few years in a row, so it was a big disappointment. Injuries. Like I said, some t- turnover with the players from last year left. So, so hopefully, you know, middle, like I said, can be back in the mix next year. Well, I think it's time to take a good break here on Primetime Sports. I'm going to grab a sausage roll and and uh, take it in the back and eat it during the break. Or, yeah, what about you, Rod? You, you I'll, I'll eat yours? my candy. Oh, wait a minute. Those are yours. I, I was going to take yours. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you got your step right yeah, I wasn't You're like take, a little squirrel. Yeah, I wasn't going to take, take mine. I thought I'd just eat one of yours. We'll be back to wrap things up. We've got 15 more minutes of talk, boys. It's kind of sad, isn't it? It is. Yeah, so save the best for last. We'll be back. Pizza, pizza. Fill up each weekday from 11 until 2 with all-you-can-eat pizza, pasta, soup, and salad buffet at Sir Pizza. Plus, each Monday and Wednesday, the buffet is open for dinner, 5.30 to 8.30. All-you-can-eat Sir Pizza each weekday for lunch and Monday and Wednesday for dinner. Sir Pizza, good to the very edge. Serving since 1965 with the best pizza in Rutherford County. Sir Pizza. On Memorial Boulevard, South Church at Veterans Parkway, and on East Main Street. Loveless Fine Photography is the official school photographers for Blackman, Central Magnet, MTCS, PCA, Rockvale, Siegel, and Stewart's Creek. It's not the same old school photographers. We do one senior at a time. Alan says in addition to the tux or drape portraits, you'll find they'll get very creative. It's not your daddy's senior picture, let me tell you. They want to do the cool stuff, and we do it for them. View the online gallery at lovelessphotography.com. It's one-on-one all the way. Loveless Photography, 615-890-1558. If you need concrete work done, who would I call? Dan France Concrete. 
Here's why. He's local. He attended Walter Hill Elementary, Oakland, and MTSU. He served our community as a school resource officer for nine years, and he's involved in the community. This is Dan with Dan France Concrete, wishing all Rutherford County student-athletes a great season. Study hard, play harder, and be safe. Dan France Concrete is a licensed and insured residential and commercial concrete construction contractor serving Middle Tennessee. Check out danfranceconcrete.com online to see some of their work. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Allsup Heating and Air. Whether it's the blazing heat of summer or the bitter cold of winter, let the Rain Pro professionals at Prentice Allsup Heating and Air Conditioning on West College Street keep your home or business comfortable year-round. We service all major brands and in most cases offer same-day service. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Allsup Heating and Air, your Rain Pro partner, heating and cooling contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. We're at Jerry Potts Car Care on Southgate Boulevard talking with Stacy Potts Orphis. And if it's on, under, or inside of a vehicle, they can work on it. We do anything from small engine repairs to installing engines and transmissions. Still even just your simple everyday things like oil changes, brakes, all suspension work, anything related to drivability concerns, emissions testing. Plus tires and alignment at Jerry Potts Car Care on Southgate Boulevard near the county school board office. 867 have a blue, 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 blue Christmas. Have a blue Christmas when you shop for holiday gifts at Raider Tees. Through December 23rd, save 25% on all regular priced MT gear. Save 50% on special discounted items like all Nike polos, tees, and hats. Save 50% off all knit hats and turvis cups and glasses. The place to find the best Blue Raider items and save is Raider Tees. Behind Chewy's on Broad. Merry Christmas to all Blue Raider fans from Raider Tees. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and on our iPhone and Android apps. And we are back here on Primetime Sports, wrapping up the year, wrapping up the show for 2019. Boy, we're going to have a hard time getting back to get writing 2020 down on checks. That's always <laughs> the worst thing. It takes about a month to get, get uh, keeping from that, making that mistake. Or typing it. They're typing it, yeah. You know, when you but, do dates uh, and stuff. Yeah, but uh, Clark probably doesn't use any checks anymore. He's probably all, you know, digital and all that stuff, right? Computers. Uh, no, Tammy oh. does it all. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, just, that's even better. Uh, year in review, we'll start, uh, and sometimes you have to think about, you know, things that just happened. But then you go back and you've got – baseball softball that we're going to look at so we talked last week about oakland football and and uh, how deserving they were they had a great year lost one game to the eventual state champion but there were some other sports as well and uh brian we've kind of made up a little list and we can talk about them as we go well we had uh four basketball teams in the state tournament in in uh, girls and boys basketball last year and really a competitive year in girls basketball i think especially outside of riverdale girls who had another dominant year last year you had um, some real battles with um, stewart's creek oakland and blackman uh, particularly oakland and blackman and some of the best games that we've done in a long time were between those two and you might remember that um, oakland got the best of blackman in the region in girls last year and went on and had to go to Bradley Central and had a chance late in that game to win at Bradley Central, who eventually won the state championship. 
and uh, we all know how tough it is to go down to Bradley. So they lost narrowly down there. So we had one girls team, and uh, the Riverdale girls played in a double overtime thriller uh, against that. Um, I can't remember the name of the team from. It was Houston out of Memphis, and uh, wound up losing in uh, double overtime, and they lost then to to Bradley Central. But uh, the girls' side of things look like that. And boys, Oakland boys got in the state tournament. And um, the Eagleville boys finished in the uh, final four, got to the semifinals. And if, if the ball had bounced a little better, I think they had a chance to, to get to the championship game and win some, it all. They got some foul trouble, yeah. too. That, that kind of hurt them early. And, uh, but I think, they're going, I think they've got maybe the best shot of anybody to get back there again. Um, I would say, you know, um, Eagleville girls got there too, and probably, I mean, if the ball had bounced right for them as well, they got in foul trouble in their game, and um, they could have made some big noise there in the in the tournament. So, you know, I don't care what they say about things like that. And we'll finish this list in a minute, but you got to have a little luck. You know, you look at the right. baseball playoffs, and um, you, you got to have a little luck on your side. You know. Soto, he hits that little blooper over into right field. The right fielder goes by him. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a whole different ball. Here's game. the pitcher. You want that kind of hit? Off yeah, of that, yeah. You know? And so it just it happens that way. And uh, but uh, just some really great, really great basketball. And I think it's going to be great this year too, from what 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 I can see so far. Well, we've got um, in AAA, you've got Blackman and Siegel both ranked in the state. And just on the outside of that would be Oakland. I think Oakland boys could be a wild card in there. We'll see how, uh, what kind of guard play they get. And girls, well, the Army McDonald is going to be one of the biggest players in the league. I'm not sure. Yeah. You know, so that that and he's back. So and I hear playing point guard or or is that Anderson's playing point guard? I think it's Anderson. I, I think that's right. right. When he's six five, six four, six, six, six four, yeah. six six now. And um, in in girls, you're going to have. You know, a lot of people are thinking, well, what's going on with Riverdale? They've had some injuries, and don't count them out, I wouldn't think, with with the talent that they have on that team, if they can get things rolling. Uh, Blackman girls look pretty good. Uh, Oakland's young, but but, uh, fierce under Shelby Campbell. So I And and can't forget Stewart's Creek uh, in that mix. And uh, so we've we've got some good basketball. Eagleville boys are playing very well. Uh, as well, and you know the Eagleville girls kind of came on in January, February last year, and they they are are struggling a bit now. But that could be the same thing that happened to them last year if they can turn some things around. So um, got some good basketball. January seventh is when we get back to our basketball broadcast. I think Eagleville girls went at one every every. Uh playoff game like one point i mean i thought it was it was always you just need the ball to bounce the right way in those kind of games and get on a roll and get that confidence going we had baseball too we had some baseball representatives and some softball representatives and want to kind of touch base about them as well and uh single softball what a year yeah they um you know were the number one team throughout the season and um jefferson county was all ranked really high in there as well and you know, Siegel was kind of in the driver's seat until they dropped um, the the first game in the winners bracket and had to play them again. 
and uh, in the second game. And that first game kind of got away from them, and I, I'm not so sure that it didn't take a little bit of their confidence. They had played so many games in a row. But, uh, boy, they had another great ride, and that was just two years removed from doing the same thing. I really wish Siegel could have played that game one right after the other. Yeah, you know, they had right. the win, very right. impressive, and they and had to wait about three hours. That's the difference in baseball and softball, too. Uh, Jefferson County was able to ride the Riley girl, the pitcher, mm-hmm. all the way through, where in baseball you can't do that. Yeah, and, but, you know, Siegel won. They lost the game to get into the loser's bracket and had to beat them twice. And had they not had to do that and been in the other side of the bracket where Jeff County was, I, I think mm-hmm. that they could have uh, could have won that. But well, a great year for Sean Middleton and then the Seagull Stars, and they've got some people coming back, and yeah. they've got they've got a young core. And uh, Blackman girls are going to be really good, I think. Again, yes, and yes. Um, Charlotte Peace, you know, got her team. I, I think Oakland's going to be plenty good uh so should be an exciting year there riverdale baseball got to the uh spring fling well they had a funny year didn't they They had a weird year yeah they won early one first like 10 and one at the beginning then they they hit a slump yeah dropped off the planet for a while and then came back they they uh, had a chance to win the league and uh, let that slip by but they got hot at the right time in in the tournament and the district tournament and 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 went right on through. I think it's going to be interesting to see how they adjust. I know there's talk of classifications and and this that and the other. And there's been talk about what to do with the postseason playoffs in baseball and softball. To me, that region week is the most grueling week in baseball and softball. You play uh, Monday in a, in, a, in a must win. Then you play Wednesday for seeding for the sectional tournament. Uh, a lot of single elimination games. Uh, that's that's really not baseball and softball, you know. And somehow a double elimination tournament in there somehow, uh, even if you only bring four teams in, I think it's going to be maybe a better road for that. And um, of course, we talked about Oakland football. Blackman football had a great year. So did Eagleville, and um, every uh, and and Stewart's Creek uh, had a great year as well. Every classification or, or every uh, region that is represented with a Rutherford County team had the player, most valuable player from the league. So uh, McLemore in Region 5 2A, Kamari McGowan in Division 2A East, um, Amari Jelks from Stewart's Creek in uh, Region 5 6A, and Connor Murphy in, uh, in, in Region 3 6A. So that says a lot about the football talent here, I think. And Clark, I, the population growth in Rutherford County is just continuing, and we're, we're just so I don't look for that. I don't look for all the, all these players getting awards. I don't look for that to end anytime soon. No, I mean competition brings competition, which is what you want as a as a coach. Like I said, look at the list of teams we rolled off, and just the the battles we have just here in Rutherford County. I mean, I can remember like with when when Rod was a young offensive lineman, if his if he had to have moved. From Indiana to here, or is it Illinois? Illinois. Illinois. Moved from Illinois. I don't know why he's a Cardinal fan. Anyway, he's Southern Illinois. I'm right across the river. Okay. So 15 minutes if he'd from have been a young, If he'd have been a young offensive lineman looking for a place to find a high school, your parents would have probably looked over and said, let's go to Rutherford County if we're mm-hmm. going to find right. something, right? right. And that's, probably, that's what's happening. If you're being employed and coming from another state and 
And you're in this area, in Middle Tennessee, this is an area to come. And you don't think they don't Google it? They do. Yeah, and that's the same thing with, like, basketball, especially girls' basketball. I mean, we've been nationally uh, known for a period of time there. And all of our sports were there. I'm not really sure you, Rod, you would have made the team at at the size you are now (laughs) compared to what other – other. but back in the day, you were the man back in the day. Well, let me give you this note about girls' basketball this year. The the talent level may not be where it has been. Um, I I think we stand a good chance of having some representation in the state tournament for sure in girls' basketball. But, John, you and I have seen a lot of – young freshman and sophomore talent out there and i'm telling you the next few years are going to be dynamic yeah remember the name stewart's creek the red hawks yeah uh and and what they've got at oakland they're they're young but pretty talented and um and and riverdale's got some young talent as well um i remember having a conversation with randy kaufman before he uh left to go to lakeway and he was very excited about the seventh and eighth grade class at that time. So that's going to be like next year's sophomore class. And Blackman, Blackman girls yeah. have got—they've got three or four playing now that are freshmen. Yeah, I mean contributing. So they've got a lot of young talent yeah. out there. I'm not sure yeah. who's going to be on finish on top of the girls, but I think from one to four or five, we're probably stronger than we've ever been. Really, yeah. I mean, we've got that one we. May not have that super elite, but now you've got like three or four elite, you know, then any of them could win that state. I'm, and uh, I was really impressed with Stewart's Creek the other night, and it won't be long before Lindy King has that Rockville team, you know. Well, and you think about that, um, the, the Blackman girls, I know they had kind of a weird loss in there, but Blackman girls beat Lebanon, a team that um, it was expected to maybe get back to the state tournament and very well may. Uh, they got beat by Bradley this last year. Not only that, did they they squeaked by Riverdale and Blackman beat them, and then Blackman goes to Bradley Central and wins. So, um, you know, I, 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 those are pretty good measuring sticks. So don't 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 think that it's a, a down down year. <laughs> Biggest highlight of the year for you, Clark. I'm Rod. I'm gonna let y'all think about it. Biggest highlight of the year, and we'll do that when we come back. What What is your most exciting moment, you think, uh, of this past year? And then we'll say our goodbyes. It's just it's going to be a tough few minutes coming up. Stay with us here on Primetime Sports Thursday. Jay Mullins, Jewelry and Gifts on West Murfield Boulevard. Here with Brian Watson, and you've got this reactor watch. Nothing else is built like it. It's made to be able to do what you want to do in it. That's actually guaranteed waterproof down to 100 meters. And a great warranty with the reactor watch. Two years, buckle to buckle. If you drop it in the middle of the street and run it over with your car, we'll send it in for you, and they're going to take care of it. Guaranteed 48-hour turnaround from the time we send it off till we get it back. Jay Mullins Jewelry, 352 West Northville Boulevard, between Memorial and Sulphur Springs. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. People love to see us on the schedule when they have a home game because our fans show up. MTCS President Matt Tiller. The way we travel is just phenomenal. Our parents and our community are fully engaged in our school. When we compete, we're trying to do it in a way that honors God. We want to win. We also want to do it in a way that pleases Him. Providing Christian values and academic excellence in a nurturing environment. That's Middle Tennessee Christian School. Invest in the future of your child. Find out more at mtcscougars.org. This is Steve Martin at Steve Martin Construction. From the plan designed to build, we know that your biggest investment is your home. At Steve Martin Construction, we'll spend as much time as needed to ensure your custom-designed home is exactly what you need and want. 
give me a call at 904-9639 and see some of our work online at stevemartinconstruction.com. I can guarantee every detail will exceed your expectation. Steve Martin Construction, 904-9639. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Dana Womack, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-900-0877 and let me save you money and time. Sometimes money is hard to get and even harder to keep. I'm State Farm Agent David Wilson. I'd like to offer you a discount double check. My team and I can go through your car insurance policy to make sure you're getting the discounts you deserve. Let us help put more money in your pocket by giving us a call at 893-9898. I've got a friend who I depend on every day Who for years has made my world a brighter place a friend who turns on the lights and knows just what to do To warm up all the winter months and keep my summer cool Every year, every day, every hour Murfreesboro Electric, my hometown power From the pit to the plate, Rick's Barbecue is serving up the best meats in Murfreesboro. You just say Rick's, and it means barbecue. That's Mike Lanning at Rick's Barbecue. Just one chance to eat it. I think you'll come back consistently all the time. And you've got to try that loaded baked potato. We get a lot of compliments on our potatoes. They're loaded down with butter and sour cream and cheese, bacon bits, and loaded with whatever choice of meat you want, beef, ham, pork, or chicken. That's Rick's Barbecue on Warrior Drive and Memorial Boulevard. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, and on our iPhone and Android apps. Uh, wrapping up things here on Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees, I wanted to, you to give give me, guys, your highlight of the year your, of uh, 2019. This is your last shot. Are, are you ready, Rod? Go for it. I would say the Blackman Riverdale football game, the comeback, and when the last pass, yeah, just that was so late, and all. I mean, it's such a turning point, and you don't see many games like that. Excellent. That that was good, Rod. Thank you, Clark. I'm gonna be judicial. I just like the opportunities I get, and I want to encourage people out there to go watch high school sports. Uh, I went out Friday night, saw y'all over at Seagull, and got to see you. The Sweater Boy and Blackman, it's just fun seeing kids get out there and compete at a high level. Yeah, and still the cheapest entertainment in town. It doesn't cost a lot of money. Yeah, that was a good game, too. I'm going to have to go with the uh, Riverdale semifinal game in the state tournament. That double over. I know it was a double overtime loss, but, man, what an exciting game. Three in the corner by Hayes to tie it to send it into overtime. I mean, it was, it was, a, it was a fun game. Well, I'm going to wrap it up with my highlight. My highlight of the year is spending quality time with three of my buds every Thursday night here on Primetime Sports, presented by IDST's. I can't, I can't get any better than that. Even got sausage rolls tonight. I mean, it never gets any better than that. Where are we going to be? Well, I guess it's it for 2000, uh, 2019. Yeah, we've got a coaches show on Saturday, uh, boys basketball coaches, and then we'll be back with uh, our first game January 7th, Siegel and Riverdale. So. Clark, congratulations on Pigskin Picks. I'm coming after you <laughs> next year. Uh, for Rod Edwards, Clark Blair, Brian Barrett, this is John Dinkins. We hope to see you next year every Thursday night during football season. So long, everybody.